0: Recreating myself again. Harder to sustain. Life grew harder and harder to sustain over time as Carl. I felt on display a lot. Nervousness and not knowing what to say to people was creeping back into my life. I'd say that it's related to theory of mind and a communication disorder. You can see in photos of my transition progress that I looked grimmer and grimmer as time passed. I didn't want to fake a smile in those pictures. The photos were too precious for that. Of course, there's no way that I could acknowledge that, even to myself. I was working on some important projects that made a difference to people. In some ways, I had a dream life. It was hard to maintain the vision of how I could act. It grew harder to move my body. I just wanted to slump against a wall and didn't care who saw me. Of course, I couldn't show that kind of weakness. What would people say? I was working part-time, which, as I share in my memoir, Successful to Burnt Out, had its own troubles. I'd finished working with the Visible Link Festival, but popped in there from time to time to catch up with them. I was volunteering a lot with a personal development company. Being around crowds of people at their seminars was sensory overload. Since I'd never even heard of the term sensory overload, nor identified with it, all I knew was that my mind was busy, and I felt nervous at times. Oscillating. There were times when I would dress in female clothes. Either I wanted to give my sore breasts a rest from binding them, or I kind of wanted to feel attractive in another way. An old boss at a volunteer job I did said, you make a pretty boy. I really like that compliment. I probably also got sick of the effort I must have been making. It didn't occur to me as making an effort in anything other than volunteering and employment, but it was like I was on a movie set that never shut down. As a support worker said to me a few months ago, even actors get to take breaks. I felt on display often. You decided. February 2004, Sydney. Australia. I was in Sydney at a personal development seminar. The facilitator said on stage that we choose to be our gender as children. I think he meant that after seeing different genders, we consciously put ourselves into the expected gender. My head got really busy, which I took as a sign that this concept was confronting, and possibly applicable to me. Just in case it's all made up in my mind, I thought. I might owe it to myself to explore this topic. I spoke to him later that morning. After I'd told him about Carl, why I was a guy, evidence i collected, memories that finally made sense, he paused, then said to me, I'm clear that you decided. I was taken aback. We sat in silence for a while. He asked me my original name. Carletta, I said gently. That's a nice name, he offered. I agreed. It was the first time in a while that I felt that my name was pretty. I just realised that, I said. Again we sat in silence for a while. I felt compassion for myself and for him, that he would have this tough conversation. I almost ran out of justifications for being Carl. I still felt like a guy, and did until I arrived home in Brisbane a day later. In the meantime, in Sydney, I stopped wholeheartedly accepting the I must be a guy narrative. There was much more doubt in my mind than had been there for years. I allowed myself to be on the lookout for anything that might indicate that this is a constructed context. At lunchtime, I decided to try out the idea of Coletta again. I had a quick meal, then went shopping. I bought a soft, woolen-blend, long-sleeve women's shirt. I took a look at jewellery and realised I kind of wanted a necklace set. In a tourist shop, I chose a lovely set of black stones with purple stone highlights. I put them on. It didn't feel as horrid as I thought it would, that it had in the past. At the airport on my way home, I noticed my body movements. My movements were big and putting on a show of looking strong. I felt nervous, I realised and something clicked into place. Power poses came with a lack of confidence. Posturing as a strong male gave me a way to feel confident. As I slowly walked from the taxi to my front gate, a memory popped up. Memory at the gate. Sharing my story with someone. March 2004. It was last month. Imagine this. I'm walking up to my front gate and this memory pops up of this time when I was six. My dad and I were in Townsville in Queensland and I was at home by myself and dad was working on the railway tracks nearby. I'm lonely and I miss him. So I leave the house to visit him at work down the street. He sees me and starts yelling at me. What are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. You should be at home. I'm thinking, dad doesn't like me. If he liked me, he wouldn't have yelled at me. I look around and I get this idea. If I was a guy like his workmates that he spends all his time with, then he'd like me. Then I walk over to where some guys are sitting on the base of a rainwater tank and ask for some water. I sit down and drink with them, waiting for Dad to come over now that I'm a guy. The moment I saw that memory... I knew that was when I started feeling and thinking like a guy. And it wasn't that I wanted to be a guy. To me, I was a guy. Like how people think they're a stupid person or it turns out that they're too helpful. Yeah, I know what you mean, my friend says. I've got that I'm a loner and I have to do it all by myself. Totally, I respond. Then the most amazing thing happened. I got, not just intellectually, but in my cells, like I knew it was not true that I was a guy. And it was a story, like a fairy story. It was just a decision of a six-year-old. The story suddenly felt separate from me. I got that in total reality was that I was a female, with thoughts and feelings that I was a male. And thoughts and feelings don't exist in reality. And I don't have to believe them. Within four days, I'd rung 30 people who I'd worked with, my friends and that, and told them what had happened, and that I was being a girl again. I'm just reliving it again. Can you imagine what I went through to do that? Well, not really, because it's hard enough for me to tell a few people that I realise I've been arrogant with them, but... That's so courageous. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm so inspired by you. She asks, what was it like for you? What did it make available? Freedom. You know that freedom you get when you get complete with your parents? Yeah, there's that knowing smile. It's been freer than that. I'm starting to feel sexy again. Not just sometimes, but tons. I've created the possibility of being stunning. I see that, she laughs. Confidence, I continue. I hadn't realised how much I was worrying about whether people knew I was a guy or not until I stopped. When I was being a guy, it seemed like I thought about how people felt a couple of times a week. But it was actually there all day, every day. So there's confidence and freedom from that. I was so excited because I could be a female and didn't have to change anything about me anymore. I couldn't be myself because Coletta was a construct made up of empty and meaningless thoughts. What I could do was get on with work and volunteering. I didn't have to think that I was a guy anymore. The thoughts and feelings were totally separate. It felt like there were two clear paths that I could go down. I could continue with Carl the construct or i could replace my wardrobe and get on with life the feelings that i should be identifying as carl started disappearing then the total clarity of those separate paths was so vivid it was like i could walk on them the day after i saw the childhood memory and those two paths i went shopping in stone's corner and bought some gorgeous clothes from the second hand factory shops Then on my way to the valley, it occurred to me that now is a pretty good time to see a stylist friend in Spring Hill. He and his team were so excited, they gave me a whole makeover, including my nails. And he even gave me one of his beautiful gold bracelets to wear. I looked like a sexy woman when they'd finished. It was kind of strange and weird looking at my reflection in shop windows. But overall, I was very pleased with what I looked like. There was no mistaking that I was no longer being Carl. Next stop was Visible in where I used to work. I shared with my ex-workmates what happened. I hope I left them honoured and appreciated. I told them about my memory and said thank you for everything you went through to call me Carl or Guy for these three years. It meant so much to me and I really appreciated it. I felt really supported by you all. Then I had someone take a picture of me to record this moment and send to my family. Later, I sent it to mum and dad so they can know what I look like now. When I told a youth worker friend of mine, she told me that a year ago I'd told her that memory. And I'd said, I wonder if that's when this all started. She told me that she didn't know what to do or say to me then. I'd forgotten that conversation happened. I remember talking about other stuff that day, but not that. Telling everyone. I worried that the feelings of being car would creep back, even though I now knew that he was a construct. After all, the construct, they don't like me, kept creeping back into my life and governing my behavior. The concept was drummed into me of not being able to truly change unless other people share your new vision. The personal development company said that others' views of you can help define you. These people can also kind of hold you to account for who you are intent on transforming into. As there were times when I didn't let people in, trust or believe people, I was afraid that only telling a few people about my commitment to being a woman wouldn't work as long as I needed it to. I think I talked to about 30 people in a week. I contacted them in person, via phone, and with emails. I was oversharing. April 2004, Brisbane City. I just met up with a friend of mine. We're at a seminar tonight and I've arrived early because I'm volunteering. I'm astounded as I share with him. Hey, Young, i just told this transgender guy who I've done a few speeches and workshops with about what happened and he sounded really happy for me. He wants to meet for coffee still. We've made a time. He laughed at me. Sure, what do you think would happen? I thought he'd lynch me. I thought he'd never talk to me again. Why? You're still the same person. Isn't that one of your stories that people don't like you? Yeah, I just did it again, didn't I? This was such a major life change, and I wanted people to know a few things. Thank you for your support of calling me Carl. That period of my life is over. I'm a girl again. Honestly, I wanted osmosis to happen so that Carl remained a distant part of my life. If heaps of people saw a girl, I doubted I would have to deal with another loss of self identity. A letter of forgiveness. I wrote this letter to myself one day after my transition back into a girl. I wrote a lot of things that I thought I should say, as if I was following a script or a formula. If I were writing it again, I would take out the bit about a lie and, well, I'd be nicer. I didn't think I needed to write this letter, but I thought something might happen out of writing it. I wanted to know what that could be. This is much the same experience I had when I started questioning that maybe transgender wasn't a medical condition. I had all the proof that feeling like a male was medical, but I was interested to know if it was a decision. Dear Caletta, I forgive you t- for taking the T, testosterone, every time you took it. You had a lot of reasons and evidence of why to do it and honoured them instead of who you really are. I forgive you for not honouring yourself, for rejecting yourself and your everything that you are and value. I forgive you for dressing like a male, trying to convince your friends, families and workmates that you are a male, for living a lie, for having others join in on your lie and how that affected their vitality and self-expression. The impact on me is I was hurt. My self-expression was dimmed. I couldn't be natural or myself. I pretended that I could live the lie and it wouldn't affect anyone, but it did. People weren't sure whether I was male or female. They were confused, frustrated, and concerned for me. Yours forever, Carletta. It's an awful letter. (laughs) Okay, I'm so mean to myself. Creating Stunning Goddess A few months after going back to Carletta, and for the second time in my adult life, I had no idea how to define myself. I felt like a blank slate. Carl felt like a story I'd heard about once. My past was irrelevant. My future would be a bunch of creative acts. I started rebuilding my identity from scratch. I had no idea what my values were and how I can present myself. How should I rearrange my legs when I sit down? What do I do with my hands when I'm not using them? How am I still the same person? And how many values are the same as in the past? One afternoon I sat with a friend in the Roma Street Parklands as she encouraged me to create the new colour I identified and created three feelings and characteristics. I believe they were peaceful, sexy and playful. I was drawn to the context of stunning goddess, which kept repeating itself in my mind. I used this concept as an overarching theme for who Coletta was. Within this context, I had a view of how she would look. She would hold herself, head held high, a slight smile on her face, confident, proud. Her, le- her hands would be held elegantly, her legs crossed sexually. Within Carletta, I dressed in office casual clothes most days. I discovered I liked skirts down to my calves and hear the click clacking of my boots as I strode across the floor. I made lists of my values quite a few times after recreating Carletta. I would find myself absent of a knowledge of who I am and how I would present. I would always end these sessions reconnected to the vision of Stunning Goddess. You can see my most recent lists in the last chapters section, who I am and the SWOT analysis. I questioned myself over my goals again. Am I still interested in community work? Am I really intending to put out more issues of my street magazine? Do I want to keep doing administration work? I doubted myself too much, I think, but I was trying really hard to do everything I could to do this new identity properly.